Welcome, fellow adventurers, to Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Grab your dice bags and ready your imaginations because we're about to embark on a journey through the wild, wacky, and wonderfully disastrous world of D&D. I'm Michael, the one with the imposing bald head, beard, and glasses, and alongside me is the ever-wise, bald, and bearded Matt. Greetings, listeners. Our combined years of DMing have gifted us with tales that are too good not to share. We have celebrated the missteps, the critical fails, and those characters who have left the tavern but never quite the starting village. <laughs> That's right. Whether it's a campaign that met its untimely demise or a character whose dreams were dashed by a well-placed banana peel, we're diving into the moments that were dead before they started. But it's not all doom and gloom. We'll also explore the gems hidden within the chaos, those unforgettable NPCs who stole the show, unexpected alliances that save the day, and the camaraderie that keeps us rolling those dice. So join us every week as we roll the dice of destiny and share stories that make you laugh, make you cringe, or even inspire your next adventure. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcast fix so you never miss an episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Welcome to episode number three. Three, 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 three. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, wait. I forgot. I got to do the thing. I messed it up. Yeah. Yeah. Like okay. Episode three. Yeah. We've never used before. We'll oh, I, I've used these before. I don't even that. Like, here, ready? You, yeah. you did so good in that last episode. You've, like, all the things you talked yeah. about. Yeah. Oh, it's all for you. Nice. All right. Um, and then it's really more like that because nobody's listening. I'm kidding. Actually, there's people listening, which is good. <laughs> so um, normally we give you the dice of destiny, right? And we roll our dice of destiny and, and we give you, you know, a nice roll. And, um, and, and we do something with that, right? With our, our, our roll table. But today is all about you, Dungeon Masters. 100%. So no we roll got, table today. We got something cool. Yeah. We got something really cool. So um, I recently purchased... Uh, a, the Game Master's Fantasy Toolkit uh, from Roll and Play. And, you know, we're going to talk about it, and then we're going to actually use it on the epi- on this episode to show you how unique it can be for you and how great of an opportunity it is. As, as uh, Matt over here is literally turning the dice tray that we're going to roll away from me so I can't even see what he rolls. I don't Secret know if I'm going to trust... Ooh. I don't know if I, I trust you with your secret roles, but it's oh, I will. I'm it's just, fine. I'm just pretending you know? to be the DM. Oh. That's what's going to happen every time. I won't know, and it's going to be sad, but oh. the best part about tissue? this is... Oh, <laughs> I probably need one. <laughs> it's fine. Um, there you go, big guy. But um, what this kit is from Roll and Play is a selection of roll tables for specific situations. And I showed you this a little bit earlier, kind of how cool yeah. it is. But it has... Um, I'm going to kind of go through the sections. It has five chapters, and we're going to go through a couple of them today. Um, chapter one is people and quests, and we'll we'll talk about setting those in a minute. Up the populace, yeah, mm-hmm. setting it up. Um, uh, chapter two is world building, which hopefully we'll get to today. Um, chapter three is journeys and events, so things you get, like the random events you can you can build up. Chapter four is combat and injuries. This one I really like because it actually has like. Revival side effects. Oh, I love those. Yeah, I know you love those. That's why I thought you'd like that. And yeah. I think there's some really hilarious ones, actually. I know we had a good one for our our character that we had in your our, for our uh, um, orc. Oh, yeah. In that yeah. one where you made him when he died, it was or made her. It was actually her, isn't it? Or is it it's a, a him? It's a him. Okay. Um, 
It's pretty good, but they have that built in. And then uh, chapter five, items and rewards. So if you don't necessarily have anything planned, you can do it on the fly. That's yeah. the thing I like about this. If you don't necessarily have to um, spend uh, hours and hours and hours, like a lot of people do, and a lot of people do that, and they like yeah. doing it, and there's nothing against that. But we are DMs that like it easy. Oh, yeah. We got a job. We got yeah. a family. We yeah. don't have time for this. It, exactly. That yeah, was the wrong one. Well, that was definitely the wrong one. Um, you're supposed to do uh, this one right here. No, no, no. no. Oh, no. you want you want no, that I one? Want the, I want the beep. Oh, oh. Yeah, for that. Yeah, he, the stuff he. Yeah, Thank yeah. We're, we're getting a little better here. I'm working on it, <laughs> but um, I've got a lot of little options here, and they're, they're just bad. So we just went like this. That's how bad it was. But needless to say, um, we're going to look at this, and, and in Chapter 1, they have character names, character details, character motives, character jobs, organization names, first meetings, and campaign ideas. Mm. All in that first chapter. So let's look at that first chapter first thing off. Okay, I'm going to go in here. We're going to look at this um, first piece. And the first roll table, and there's four of them on the first page, um, all D20s, yeah. right, where you'd roll a D20, um, common names, magical names, outlaw names, and cute names. And there's a lot. I'm not going to read all 20 because that would probably just fill up all of our time way too fast. What but, is a, a cute name? Um, okay, let's give you an example of a cute name. Uh, how about you just roll a dice and I'll oh, tell yeah. you what the cute, cute name is. Cute name for the day. Cute name for the day. Six. Uh, your cute name is Welby. Mm. Welby Refer today. Refer to me as Welby for Welby. the rest of this podcast. Sorry, Welby. So um, you can you can roll dice for mine. Roll roll your okay. roll a dice for my name for the day. So you're Welby. What what table are you using? Uh, just just tell. I'll tell you in a second. No, tell me. I'm the doing table. it for me. I'm doing it for me. Number. I'm doing heroic names. Oh, I see how yeah. it is. Yeah, uh, yeah. Seventeen. Seventeen. Um, Astrid. Astrid. That's even better because yeah. that comes from, uh, you know, uh, that just makes me think of, oh gosh, the movie with the black dragon, the How to Train Your Dragon. Astrid. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. the I'm the lady with nice very, golden locks. You know, very Viking. Yeah, I'm a Viking. Yeah. Um, but again, it's it gives you. There's just some examples there where you can Welcome get names to dead before it started. Yeah, Welby and Astrid. Astrid. Welby and Astrid. We're here to help you out. I don't sound like an Astrid though. Um. And there's there's some names, you know, common, magical, outlaw, cute. And then on the next page, there's heroic, ferocious, heartthrob, comedic, and ancient. So I think it would be kind of cool. Let's do – so we did the cute. We did a heroic. Um, let's do one for each, you know. And the cool thing is you can actually combine results and do two different things. So we could do Astrid Welby, right? Oh, that could go. be together, right? So you could actually combine it and make a first name, last name. And look at that. You didn't have to do a whole heck of a lot of thinking. It's quick and easy, right? So let's go. I could be like one of those like purebred nobles. I got got like a a magical name and Mm -hmm. then I pair it with my ancient family name, right? Yep. Okay, so let's do that. Now I got got like a, I got my whole background right there. Yeah, super easy. All right. Yeah. Uh, Here's the first one. Okay. 12. Okay, 12. Uh, So your magical name is Thundry, T-H-U-N-D-R-I. And then ancient name? 19. Uh, Magrel. M-A-G-M-A-G-A-R-I-E-L. Magrel? Magrel? That sounds, sounds about right. I don't know. I'm, I might have messed that up, but other people might say something different. You mess with me, my father will kill you. Yeah. Which, you know, so there's examples of getting names. And names, you know, aren't as vital, right? Oh, they are everything. Well, it is. You know, going back into our bard, we talk about a lot. In, in my session, 
Um, the, he's the best bard ever that I've, you know, I've ever heard of, but again, he's the first one I've had in a campaign, but yeah. his name is Ice Drop Ludard. Yeah. Classic bard name, right? Oh yeah. Super classic. You know, your, yours in there in that campaign is Remy Ives, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Remy Ives. And you know, you're just, well, you're this evil, evil, evil. My guy's a very, he's kind of, in my head, he's a, a French archer. Mm, yeah, so I remember this. That's yeah, why you talk he's about this, uh, Remy Ives. Yeah, you know? Remy Ives. He's that's got right. The little, he does have the evil, little twirly yeah. French mustache. Yeah, yeah fair enough. So yeah. <laughs> we just had. So we had you with. It was Thundry, Magriel, Magariel, right? Okay. So yep. let's go with now behaviors and traits for your character with another roll table. The very next page. Do I need one though? I, the name oh. already kind of set oh, the, it up. Oh, the for name me. set you up, but let's see okay. if the name fits the trait let's now. Let's see if the, the, the gods behavior. will yeah. match me. They probably right. won't, but let's just see. Okay. A nine. Okay. Before I'd say what a nine is okay. with Thundry here, uh-huh. what would you say your behavior and traits would be based on just the name? Well, like I said before, I was I was already thinking I was from like an ancient lineage, you know? Okay. So uh um I'm thinking Harry Potter, Malfoy, you know, very stuck up, mm, Malfoy. Okay, I, I, I hear it. Yeah, uh, everybody's yeah. below him, kind of. Mm, yeah, fair, fair. Okay, that's 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 actually extremely fair, and I'm okay with that. Um, but you rolled a nine, okay, and it actually fits really, really well. Yeah, ready for this? Ready for this? It says barks orders at people they see as less important or intelligent than themselves. Look at that. The dice that is have <laughs> that is hilarious. Me. Yeah, the dice rewarded you on that one. So it kind of matches your Malfoy description, which it may not, but there's there's a behavior and trait and there's there again that's another d20 um it's a great tool to help you with your with your character now um you know making your memorable characters here is is really important so um you can do shop owners villagers etc but um let, let, let's look at appearance and features of thundery okay right you you already said kind of a malfoy look uh-huh. I, I see the like a white hair kind of a thing right because that's okay, the whole family he doesn't get sun no like he doesn't he, get sunny pale super pale, pale right okay so let's see if the dice whatever puts you race there. he might be he's yeah. pale in that race okay right? all right let's see it let's see uh 20 Ooh, not 20 okay first one of this the says um this says their sleeves and trousers are made with uh harlequin and striped patterns mm, so it kind of okay. seems like you know that ancient family money little wealthy right oh yeah that's kind of what it's so, so i can pay for pinstripes yeah apparently so there's your there's your appearance you, and you can do like, you can do more than one right but okay. this one is you know at least we're given an idea of what you can yeah. get out of this which is really cool okay now motives okay your adventurer motive so you don't have to create one again we got another roll table for it and again we're still just in the characters so do roll again all right let's see thundry got a 12 thundry got a 12 okay um so this also kind of goes in with your ancientness oh, again, yeah. like in our family. Okay. Um, a successful adventurer will boost this year's profits. Ooh. Ooh, right? It kind of goes into what kind of profits. Does it have to be money? No. Is this some like right? my parents sent me out on like a, a business trip to potentially clients or Maybe. make new trades or, or take someone out do, or, or take someone or, out. I mean, you could go with the evil part of, of that a little bit of ancient like I'm you know, that Malfoy is kind of evil-ish. I mean, he turns good in the end, right? Does, but, yeah. I mean, you could do it any way you want spinning. Yeah. So there's no way that it has to, it money, has to be good. But money it has profit. is the... Yeah. Or better business propositions, right? Yeah. Yeah. So business there's a lot partners, of options. business. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Okay. I like that. You know, there's another one. 
Um, now, uh, here's another one. Villainous Origins. We don't oh. have to use this one, but I kind of think your character that you we're building here Possibly. is it's there, right? Yeah. And again, we could build this character as a personal character to play with, or this can be as a DM in NPC, right? Yeah. It doesn't actually to... have to be a character that they're playing with. I so can see cool. this as like a... I could see this as an NPC the characters yeah, run into. Exactly, um, yeah. Early game, very mm-hmm. well put together person, comes from money. Yep. Um, and keeps running into these adventures that mm-hmm. are. Uh, and you could bring him back over and over his again. Business yeah. In some way. So, yeah. Or, or family or something like that, right? So, let's roll a villainous origin right. here. D- another D20. Yep. All right, here we go. Got 19. Ooh, 19. Okay, this one's kind of funny. This is actually kind of cool. So, possessed by a ghost, they have no control over their horrifying actions. Oh, okay. So, like, anything they do crazy or wild yeah. isn't controlled by them. They just do it because a ghost possesses them. Almost like a split personality yeah. kind of thing. That's kind of like you'd be like almost like bipolar almost, I would think. Maybe he's like, like a... Yeah. Normally, he's very mild-mannered. Mm-hmm. Um doesn't like snap too easily but yeah the ghost comes out in him and the the demon yeah. inside he goes full uh was it mr hyde yeah. yeah exactly so now now it goes into the next one where there's there's gonna be four options the next is then this next option is kind of with this NPC of everybody has to have a job right we said he had owned a business or something right but let's okay. figure that out so now there's character kind jobs business right um, there's what does his family own? That's a question. We're going to figure that out. So there's common villager work, well-paid oh, professions, like weapon-wielding careers, and performance contracts, Ooh. right? Um, so that gives us four different role tables to kind of choose from based on what we're really thinking here. And we can really think pretty quickly here on this. So um, I'm thinking well-paid profession. What are you thinking? Yeah. Or, or the weapon one. Okay, like so let's go. Contractor. Okay, which one? Which one do you feel the most with? Well paid or weapon wielding? Let's go well paid. Okay, well paid. All right, roll a d twenty here. Okay, this one's gonna be funny. So we'll see. Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you're a sur- He's a surgeon at in the infirmary. Oh, didn't see that one coming. I did not see that coming, but maybe it's a cover. Ooh. See what I'm saying? It's, yeah, yeah. It could be a cover. You again, you can use whatever you want with this, but he's well paid. He's owns enough money that we know that mm. you know he has the pinstripes, right? We know he's smart, he's and he's also possessed, surgeon. right? So if he's in yeah. an, in the infirmary, he could really mess people up, or you know maybe put magical spells on them oh. from the ghost in the infirmary, and then you have to deal with those people later. Yeah, right. So you can maybe really you really sort play this of up. like abominations. Like, yeah. Undead, and he doesn't even know it because he can't control or, himself, right? Yeah, yeah. So goes that, down that's good. Into the, the infirmary, and the ghost comes out and starts doing dark, secretive, oh yeah, experiments on people. Uh, agreed. And then you know, and then that kind of goes into maybe maybe he's part of an organization, maybe he's not, right? But there's also you could do organization names, right? Different okay. types of names, and it's going to be two d twelves on this one. Okay. Two D twelves because there's two things that you're gonna you're gonna combine them as organization names and um, I'm kind of thinking on this one where the ghost starts a um, well let's just say the ghost starts a guild or some kind of organization with, without his control right he can't control it 
Oh, right. Okay. So going into that kind of infirmary thing where he's trying to like build whatever, right? So, yeah. um, let's just say, and there, there's a bunch here. So I'm going to go through them all. Uh, there's Adventurers Guild, Mages Institution, Mining Corporation, Order of Assassins, Thieves Society, Clerical Church, Mysterious Cult, Bardic College, and those are the options. So I'm feeling almost Mysterious Cult. I was yes? thinking the same thing. Yeah. Okay, at least we're th- we're on the same page here. This, yeah. I like this. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, we're going to roll two D12s to create D12s. this, this, okay. uh, and this, uh, thundering, right? This is thundering. Yep. Okay. We're right. looking thundering here. 10. 10. So one, 11. So 10, 11. So the mysterious cult name organization is the zealous Raven. Zealous Raven. Okay. Zealous Raven. So you could even go into like Raven people being built by, at the infirmary by this guy. Or maybe the Ravens, like his family crest. Mm, or family crest. That's actually not a bad idea. So yeah. then you have a backstory too, which we can also get into. There's backstories in this, which yeah, is even yeah. better. So, um, But I like that. So again, another really unique way. I mean, we're 17 minutes into this podcast and we're not even done with a character creation for a potential NPC, right? And again, you would go good. quicker than we are, right? this character. And it's really good so far. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do we, how do we really... Um, feel so far about this tool just right. the basics it's awesome right yeah and super easy super simple and we, we haven't even gotten to the first meetings of how the characters meet this person and it, it, it'll even do that for us too kind of i feel like it's been kind of interesting going yeah. each step like each step like we kind of theorize how this character mm-hmm. would behave what they might do and then the next step kind of gives it uh more specific more specific yeah. it, and we can build off that keep building mm-hmm. and building and, and we're it. building this character and fun. you know as dms right we're sitting here going "Ooh, this is so much fun right we can we have so many side quests probably going on in our mind right now i'd oh, imagine yeah. i yeah. have some and Enemies you have some. that are gonna oh, yeah. pop up yes um, so so far so far like so far we're here we're here you know yeah. so far it's amazing right and and that's kind of where i'm at Okay. But we're we yeah, we got to get our first meeting. So we have a roll table for the first meeting. How does the party meet? Ooh. How do we meet this person? Right. So right. Um, another D twenty on this one. D twenty. Here yep. we go. Ooh, another nat twenty. Oh gosh. Okay. So here we go. Ready. An anonymous invitation to a masquerade ball led them all to an old manor house. This could even be his his family house. Yeah. Right, they meet him at his family house. Okay, this is getting even better. I'm super excited. This guy's gonna have a masquerade ball. (laughs) Come on. Oh gosh, it's even better. Um, so that so there you go. Again, there's there's ways they meet, or even even honestly, if you get to a point where not necessarily where this character meets them, you can even say where your party meets, even with this roll table. It doesn't have to be this character. We just use it as character, but you can use it any way you want. Yeah. Um. So now, um, campaign ideas. Okay. Um, right. let's see what this campaign with this unique now almost villainous main character that we've created. Yeah. Almost, right? Yeah. I feel like it could be side quest, it could be main character even if we wanted to. He could be a PC, really. Oh yeah, he could this be. Is, yeah. You know how incredible a PC with a split personality as ghost <laughs> would be? Yeah. To play with? Oh, it would be, be so fun. much fun. It'd be a blast. Okay, so um another D twenty for this campaign right. idea. Here we go. Yeah. 14. 14. So sightings of large gangly furred humanoids cannot be explained. Oh my gosh. How does the dice tell us exactly what we've been thinking in our head? <laughs> That's never happened before. Usually it's the other way around. I know, right? That's actually really good. Um, <laughs> that literally fits our it's beautiful our character that we looked at. So yeah. that's chapter one. 
in, in, in a nutshell, those are all the roll tables you can have. I mean, there's a lot more. I'm not giving away everything because you should go and buy this. Then um, hashtag not a sponsor. Um, <laughs> they should be. Um, it, it's so far a great tool from roll and play the uh, game masters toolkit. How much was it? It was, uh, I got a, the PDF at like fourteen ninety nine or something like that. Nice. Maybe a little less, but somewhere around there. And I bought two. I bought another one too. We're going to go over, yeah. and we're going to go over that one more for the player tools because that's more of a player tool that I got. Sweet. So, um, we're we're getting close to the end, but I think the next one's going to be really unique, and we might go over time on this one just because I like this one a lot. Okay. Um, the next one was world building, right? So we're going to build a world. Set. Yeah, that's, we're just going to keep going with this campaign. If we have to go into multiple episodes for this, we will, because um, I think so far you're liking it. Yeah. And I'm liking it, <laughs> so we're good. We'll just keep going with it. So now. Let's figure out what town features we have here. So there's... Um, it's like our starting town. It's our starting town. So you're yeah. going to need some D8s on this one. Um, and so this one has like the first three um, tables here are town characteristics, town economies, town governments, and leadership. Um, and then it goes into some local attractions. So these, I feel like these first three, you almost have to roll three of, of them, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming we're just going to roll three here and get the characteristic, the economy, and then the leadership and government. And you're going to need a D20 for the leadership and government. Okay. Um, so D8 for the town features, though. All right. And we're going to need two of them. Or the one for one. the first one and then one for the second one. So First one, six. Okay, so six, town characteristics. Instead of roads, there is a canal system. Boats and rafts allow safe transit. So, like, I'm thinking That's Venice, cool. right? Yeah. Thinking like an old Venice style Roman, even right type of area, yeah, which is yeah. fine, that's okay, right? Or I'm even thinking maybe even like the Hobbit, right? We could even think of uh, a lake town, even, yeah, it could be on the lake, right? It could be on it's, the lake. it's near water though, yeah, and they got or, some yeah. nice beachfront mm-hmm. property somewhere. Ooh, the masquerade <laughs> balls at a beach house, oh, yeah. Maybe we'll see. Or like a swamp. Mm, or swamp. Yeah, swamp even too. Swampy. It doesn't even say yeah. that. So we can go a little crazy. So now let's say that's what's the economy. Because then this could come into the play of this guy being wealthy. Okay. Right? And, and can play into what the economy, maybe he's part of that too. Okay, so let's, let's go into the economy. D8. Uh, seven. A seven. Um, the town is agricultural and it sells llamas for wool and meat. Interesting. It's kind of unique, but that's okay. What was our, our campaign centered around? Something about furry people? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, La- my gosh. Llama, llama people. Llama humanoids. Been, yeah. Yeah. That's what it was saying. Yeah. It was about, oh, my gosh. This is frighteningly close to what we what we want. So, so far, it's going really well. Um, so, now we're going to do a D20 on the government and leadership of the okay. town. Ooh, another nat 20. Oh, man. We're, we are Ooh. on the nat 20 roll. So tribal elders make decisions based on traditions and laws made centuries ago. Okay. So tribal, yeah. lake town-ish or like Venice-ish place with that sells llamas and uh-huh. for fur and meat. Weird. And agricultural. It's also agricultural too. Weird, but so, I mean that matches tribal it's unique though. And yeah, yeah, it does match. Tribal. Yeah, it does match. But at the same time, it's unique. Like it's you got said. that ancient, mm-hmm. that ancient money. Maybe yes. Our, maybe oh, our it's guys connecting yeah. from the leadership of this place. Maybe or or even better, he was exiled from leadership, okay. and they don't let him into any of the decision making yeah. processes. His family, but did he wants to be. Yeah, you never know. Cross and they kick. Okay, him out. so. Now it goes into local attractions, like things that happen around that are in town. So there's natural and man-made wonders, magical locations, um, and and those are just some attractions. So I think we should just roll one from each. Okay. Or do you just want one? 
It's up to you. Let's just do one. Okay, just one. So, magical location or natural and man-made wonders? Which one? Natural. Okay, natural. Roll that D8. Okay. Six. Okay, six. A forest full of broad oak trees. At night, thousands of fireflies gather and illuminate the area. Interesting. Maybe that could be part of those humanoids where they come from. Is in the forest even, right? You can go in as it's a natural attraction and people go during the day, but at night... People don't really go because it's spooky or something. You never know. Sure. Maybe you can or throw it in there. Yeah, I don't know. Some sort of magical. Yeah. I don't know. I, I started thinking like druid, mm-hmm. fae yeah. kind of thing. Did. Yeah, you're maybe right. It's a, yeah. Maybe someone in the party wants to play one of those things. Maybe. And, and then it's it, a way to get mm, them in. Or, it's not a terrible idea. I don't know. Connect great. them to nature yeah. somehow. It almost feels like. That does sound like that. Okay. Yeah. So that was that one. Um, and now we're at Town Crier News. So this is like news that is around town. Okay. okay? Um, so I feel like I hear something. So we're going to. And I heard, you know, we heard it. I was just there for a second. But we're going to roll a D20 on our Town Crier News. Here you hear you. Dang, you're hitting really high numbers today. I'm glad you're getting. Your them. I'm glad you're you're getting them here because you're not going to get them when you're DMing. It's going to be great. The best part of this, these mm-hmm. are your dice. Oh, I know. So I'm Don't wear, wear them out. Them out Don't wear them out. I'm no. going right. to beat you down next time. So okay, so here we go. So uh, the news of the town is a famous religious leader was recently exposed as a doppelganger. Ooh. Maybe that's Thundrin. Well, Maybe I'm He's not saying he surgeon. is surgical business but oh, maybe you're right, the, you're right. maybe you're this right. cleric's part of uh what's going on maybe yeah so then okay so that was good so you can get that and then then it goes into rumors and gossip so like if you're talking to like a townsfolk etc you can randomly roll oh, yeah. and yeah, get some information out players information yeah give some information world, yeah. so go ahead and roll for this you could roll in the middle of your session right okay. here we go 11 so the town leaders are trying to cover up the red rot has set into the crops again Okay. So that actually kind of goes into it's an agricultural place. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. And so far, they so would good. really, really care about that stuff. They would. And so that's good gossip, right? Yeah. Um, now it goes into some really cool stuff. Now it's going into bounty posters. Okay. Side quests, Side man. Quests, yeah. All built in here. We And this is just built into your basic world. And you can even do this in the middle of your session if you feel like it. Um, and we're going to go into this. We, you know, we're getting close to the time, but we're going we're gonna to do this anyway. So okay. we need... A D, two D10s and a D8, or at least a D10 and a D8. Okay. Okay. So, um, we're gonna D10. go Nick. We're gonna go do nicknames and then defining characteristics for your poster, and then we're also gonna go wanted for. So, um, roll your D10 first for the nickname. Seven. Okay. So, uh, misery merchant. Okay. Okay. And then defining characteristic, you're gonna roll another D10. Okay. Eight. Okay. Walks with a bronze cane. Okay, so there's a defining characteristic. If you see that around, you can okay. put that in. And they're wanted for, roll a D8. Five. Robbing merchants on the road out of town. Interesting. Combo. So I wonder if that could be considered near that forest even. You can even connect it to the forest. Yeah. With the fireflies maybe. Yeah. Um, and maybe the fireflies are giving it away. You never know. But, Give them um, a reason to get out of the town a little more and mm-hmm. explore the, the surrounding area. Yeah. Exactly. So there's just a side quest Maybe option. Maybe they run into a, a crop that's been infected. And With red rot, too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Lots of things. And then about, like, it's, you know, the person's causing it. You never know. Yeah. Um, so next, you know, big big part of D&D is shopping and markets, right? Oh, yeah. So you always have to have that. 
But what if you don't know? Shopping what if you don't know what your what the shops are? You just have to randomly make them up, right? Yeah. No, no, no. There's a roll table now. You always know you got to have yeah. like blacksmith, a mm-hmm. bar, a, yeah, an exactly. Apothecary. But what are they called? Why are they there and where? Yeah. So right now we're going to talk about what they're selling first. Oh, okay. we'll get to that in a minute. We'll sell them. Okay? I'm jumping the gun. You're jumping a little too fast. So um, we're, we have a roll table for a market and shop where they're selling. So roll a d20. All right. We're making them. We're making a shop at 13. Okay. Uh, they sell dyed clothing, animal furs, and leather garments stitched by a talented tailor. Ooh. Okay. So that's what Probably they sell. Made out of llama? Yeah, maybe. And then now there's some shop descriptions. Okay. Now it describes. So we need a D8. Sorry. D8, D8 on this. D8 oh. on this one. Sorry. D8. Four. Okay. Four. So now the inside of the shop is cluttered and busy. Some items hang on hooks and pegs. Others sit on disorganized and overcrowded shelves. You can't go a few steps without accidentally kicking something that has been stored on the messy floor. Okay. It's kind of cool. Right? Very disorganized. Yeah, very um, disorganized. Um, so then, um, you know, you've purchased something. Maybe you've purchased some food, right? Let's okay. just say they purchased food. And we're not saying that they, they have, but now you have, to eat. now you have eat. Now it's food and rations. So now we can roll a D20 to figure out what they bought. 18. 18. A large sugar-dusted donut which is bursting with sweet caramel. Ooh. Mm. Do you like a picture it? like a... Do you like caramel or caramel? Which one? Caramel. Mm. Caramel all the way. I do either. Caramel yeah. or caramel. I just said caramel just because some people prefer it, but it's, yeah. I, I say that. caramel to bug people. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like uh, either way, optimate. either way, it doesn't matter. It's still the same thing. So, yeah. um, so that's kind of cool. It gives you that. And then let's say you're at the tavern. You're at the inn. You're, you're drinking. You know, I'm starting to picture like a farmer's market. Oh, yes, um, I was. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. A donut from the farmer's market. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So now, refreshing drinks they could have at this inn. Okay. We got yeah, D20, right? 17. 17, okay. Strange Herbs gives this sour drink a blue appearance. I'm thinking Ooh. like a blue macaw. Like a, not, not a blue macaw like that bird, but like a, the, that drink, you know what I mean? It's like a blue, a blue agave. That's what oh, I'm thinking yeah, in my yeah. head. That was the first thing that came to my mind on that. Other cool. than it's not necessarily. It has its own like unique drink. drink oh you could even do that that's brilliant yeah okay so now everybody has to have a place to drink this drink and and sleep right of course so now we have we can have a drink we can stay we can have a specific appearance prices bar and the barkeep so we have uh 2d12s we'll need and okay. then a couple and then d4s the rest of the way out okay okay and Here's we're gonna 12s okay so 2d12s okay let's do this 10 and 8 10 and 8. So this is a, uh, a a tavern. A 10, it's the Flaming Wizard is what it's called for our tavern. Okay. okay. And then we're going to go the inn name where you're going to stay because you don't necessarily have to stay at the Flaming Wizard because maybe there's no inn there. Maybe it's just a tavern. Yeah. Right? Sometimes they have inns there. Sometimes they don't. So let's just say the inn is separate. So roll okay. two more D- D12s. Okay. Uh, six and five. Six and five. So the Ghoul's Griffin for our inn. Nice. And then here's the, so this is the, we have a something appearance. So we're going to roll a D4 for this. We're going to see their appearance. Two. We have a well-kept appearance. And then our prices and D4. One. Are extortionate usually, meaning they're really expensive. Okay. Okay. So then you, that gives you as a DM a little more like you don't have to just randomly choose prices. You can actually make it expensive and. Yeah. Then maybe your party it's gets pissed, right? Or super high end, yeah. Because it's it, it, the appearance was. Um, it's during farmers. What, what was the? Days. It was lavish, right? Did we get lavish for the appearance? 
It was well kept. Well kept. Okay, we had well kept and yeah. extortion. Okay, now it is our bar is blank all the time. So we're gonna roll a d4 for this. You know, I'm starting to picture okay. like a festival, mm-hmm. like maybe this time of year the the fireflies come out. We got the farmers market. Maybe it's maybe it's like autumn. All the inns, right? Are I'm thinking packed, autumn, right? So they're charging more, a lot of money. That's brilliant. We got the fancy blue drink that only mm-hmm. comes out this time of year. Oh my gosh. And what if the crop? Donuts. What if the crop that has the red rot? It's about is to the crop in this festival. Well, I'm, I'm more thinking the crop is the crop they need to make the blue drink. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or something like that, right? Okay, all right, all right. So now we have our bar. Let's uh, roll okay. a d4 for this bar. Okay. Yep. Four. Uh, it is empty all the time. Oh, that's really sad that it's extor- extortionate, but it's empty. Why is it empty? They're charging a little too much. They're charging too much, maybe. But at the same time, you know, you're there. You got all these. Whatever. You got all these uh, travelers from out of town. Mm -hmm. They need to save a little money. They they're going to go to the bar that's got the cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah, probably. So then, here's the next question. So do you have three D fours over there? Okay. Do you have three of them? I got two of them. Okay, let's get three. So now we're going to talk about the barkeep. Um, The barkeep is known to be a, and we're going to roll three dice. We're going to three little spots here to tell us what he's like. And then, right. honestly, probably right after this, because um, we're gonna we're gonna do one more roll table after this, and probably call it quits. So yeah, three, um, three, and one. Three, three, and one. So he's wise, tattooed, and he's a human. Is he that wise? Uh, that's what it says. He's look wise. At his bar, it's empty. Who's who's to say he's he's not a paid barkeep? Who's to say he's not the he's 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 not the owner? That's, that's what fair. if Thundering is our owner? Yeah, and he hires this wise guy. Okay, you never know. Oh, and then like in the yeah. basement is this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See where I'm going with that? Where all the crazy stuff happens. Yeah. That's why it's so, empty. That might be why it's empty, but we're going to see what it looks like on the inside. Roll a D8 for me, and then we're going to end this episode right after this. A one. Ooh, this Ugh. cold, damp place is dim and unwelcoming. There is only one window, and it's light casts long shadows across the bar. The but patrons well keep to themselves <laughs> and don't take well to newcomers. So this maybe this is why... It might be well kept, like it's not dirty, right? Yeah. But and that might also be the inn too. You could think that if the well kept could be the inn mm-hmm. instead of the tavern, yeah. right? But the tavern interior looks like that. Maybe that's why people aren't there and they're charging too much. But it, maybe that's the way they want it. So, again, ooh, and the 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 locals or mm-hmm. the the regulars, I yep. mean, they're not actually there. They're not Mm-mm. patrons. They're no. they're bodyguards. They're ooh, brilliant, right? Yeah, they're just put painting the scene. That's that's kind of that's kind of crazy. Uh, in all honesty, I'm going to tell you this: this sounds great. And what we're going to do right now is we're going to end and leave you on a cliffhanger. Oh no! And we're going to continue this world building adventure. Do that in our next episode. And I'm sorry for that, but thank you so much. Bye bye. And there you have it. Another episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles, wrapped up in a critical success. Before we ride off into the sunset, don't forget to share your own tales of misadventure and mayhem with us. We'd love to hear about your characters who met their fate before they could say critical fail. Absolutely. Reach out to us on social media, hashtag Dead Before It Started, and let us know your favorite moments from today's episode or any epic fails you've encountered on your own tabletop escapades. And if you've been enjoying our stories of woe and laughter, be sure to leave us a review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Your feedback helps other adventurers discover the podcast and join our ever-growing guild of storytellers. 
Until next time, dear listeners, may your dice be kinder than a gentle breeze and your campaigns be as legendary as the sagas of old. Farewell, adventures. Keep those imaginations soaring and those dice rolling. And be sure to join us for the next episode of Dead Before It Started, Bald and Bearded Chronicles. Thank you.